Welcome back to another edition of The Last Man Standing, a wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and we will get into it. So I'm going to also start out by saying that I am not going to be reviewing AEW this week. Unfortunately, my DVR did mess up, and I did not get most of the show, unfortunately. Um, And I'm not going to pay to watch it, unfortunately. Well, I keep saying unfortunately. I'm not going to pay to watch it. That's just what it is. Um, It sucks, but... Again, it is what it is. So let's go ahead and get things started. We will discuss Raw first, as usual. Uh, Starts with the divorce of Lana and Rusev. So another somewhat terrible segment. To be clear, um, I am enjoying Rusev's parts of it. Like He looks like he is legit having fun and presents a believable character. Uh, Whereas just Lana and... Well, more specifically, Lana. Lana is very over the top and over dramatic, and I I don't enjoy that portion of her her character. I don't feel like it goes off well, uh, and I'm I'm just not one that's enjoying that part of it. Again, Rusev's part is amazing, and I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, Lashley really hasn't had that much speaking parts. So I can't talk much about his um, action wise. He does well, but talking, he's not really there. So. Um, Whatever. They sign the divorce under the condition Rusev gets a match with uh, Lashley, who quickly agrees to the match. Um, out next, we had Matt Hardy versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, it was an alright match. They even made it look like Hardy had a chance by McIntyre taking talking crap about Hardy's family and Hardy going right after him. Uh, but in the end, uh, we all knew it was an inevi- inevitable uh, with a future shock DDT leading to the Claymore kick for Drew McIntyre's three count. Uh, like I said, it was a good match. Uh, we're not really sure what's going on with Hardy. I, I heard that his contract is coming up. He hasn't re-signed yet. Uh, there's not word on whether he will or won't or if he's going to retire. Uh, I hope I hope if this is it that, that he retires with the WWE. I hope that that's where he ends since that's where he started. Uh or at least on the public scene, that's where he started. So that's just my opinion. Um, next, we had the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits. This was a good showing for both teams. The Street Profits came out fast and came out swinging. Uh, they got plenty of time to show off what they're about, uh, still developing and building their their skills and their, their fan base. Um, they were easily one of the more popular groups in NXT, but now they're on a bigger scene uh, with bigger crowds, so they have to try to play to that. And they, I think they're doing well with it. Um, but anyways, once the Raiders found their footing, it went over quick. And the Raiders picking up the win. Both teams, again, showing respect at the end uh, with an elbow bump to each other. Uh, before Seth Rollins would come out and... Tell them, look, you can leave, you can stay, I don't care what you do, but I got things I need to say. Uh, they, of course, all exited, uh, and afterwards, he would talk about uh, how he wanted to challenge AOP, continuing the charade, charade. It depends on where you, I've heard it said multiple ways, I like saying them both ways when I say that word, just so you know. I think it's charade, but uh, I've heard it said charade. Uh, and so, like I said, I just enjoy saying it both ways when I say that word. Um, but anyways, uh, Kevin Owens would come out, though, and saying he knows Rollins is the mastermind because AOP isn't smart enough. AOP would arrive in the back. Uh, we would 
come back to Rollins and Owens arguing over Rollins' involvement. Owens would continue to challenge AOP, in, uh, but instead of AOP, he would get Sami Zayn and Mojo Rawley. Uh, Mojo Rawley would get a stunner for his his efforts, and then a beatdown with the pipe. Uh, next, we had Alistair Black versus Akira Tozawa. Uh, another all right match, but short. Uh, could have could have been more. Black picks up the win with Black Mass. Uh, I don't. L- I don't like that they keep giving these guys like they they pack so many matches in here, and, but they don't give enough enough time to build a story. Don't build enough build enough action in in ring for each respective group. It's like, hey, you got to get in, get out, be done. And I just don't feel like that's fair to the competitor. Out next, we had Andrade with Zelina Vega versus Humberto Carrillo. This was a great showing for these two, and it looks like Carrillo is not done just yet. Even though there, there's been some rumors that Vince is kind of, kind of grown cold towards him, um, he would pick up the win, and uh, afterwards Andrade would be seen blaming Vega for the loss. Uh, again, good showing for both. Um, I'm really excited. I hope they keep up Carrillo. I, I don't like how. They, these guys keep getting a push and like they start building and then because they're not building quick enough uh, for Vince, they he just kind of cools off on them. A- again, this comes back to what I just said moments ago that they're not giving enough time to build up the action and build up the the players in in this game. So Zack Ryder with Kurt Hawkins would take on Buddy Murphy. A decent showing from Ryder, but caught by a distraction after Murphy attacked Hawkins. Murphy would hit Murphy's Law for the win. Uh, we'd cut to Kevin Owens backstage, would assault AOP's van and find someone in the back. Before being assaulted by AOP, the person would get out and reveal themselves to be... You guessed it, it was Seth Rollins. Uh, nobody nobody had any doubts that it was going to be Seth Rollins. We all knew it was Seth Rollins. Uh, he apologizes and then performs the stomp on the cement to Owens. Uh, Rollins and AOP would make their way back out to the the stage and say he'd basically be like, this is your guys' fault. What what do you want from me? What do I have to do? Uh, you like me one moment, you hate me the next. What what do you want from me? Basically is, is what I got from it. So, I wasn't, I wasn't really surprised by the thing. I don't feel like any of us were, uh, but this... His promo afterwards was hands down one of the best heel promos that they've had for a while. Uh, so I'm pretty excited to see what they do with it. Rollins is a great heel. So we will see. Uh, next, we got Becky Lynch versus the Kabuki Warriors. A strong showing from the man and a strong heel showing from the Kabuki Warriors doing everything in the heel tag book, including attacking with a chair for the DQ. They would pull out a table and put her through it with the insane elbow. Uh Again, this this is leading up to a match that happens actually this evening at TLC. It'll be Charlotte and Becky Lynch versus the Kabuki Warriors for the women's tag team titles. Uh, that should be an exciting match. All four ladies are very, very good competitors as long as they're given the time to, to do what they can do. I think it'll turn out well. Uh, Next, we had Eric Rowan versus a local talent. Uh, another another Raw Squatch match. Go go figure. Uh, not a good sign when you go from a, a decent program with one of the biggest faces in the company to 
taking on enhancement talent. Uh, they, I don't feel like they have faith in Rowan. It's just like what they do. It's it's like they're bringing him up from NXT, even though I don't feel like they should be doing it for NXT superstars either. They're very established from NXT. They have a very loyal fan base, and then they do this this junk where it's just like we're gonna give you enhancement talent and see how that goes, so we can build you up supposedly, but I don't feel like they need it. I feel like they should be going straight into it. And again, be given more time to build up a story, to build up a rivalry, to build up something besides, we're just going to give you these these squash matches until we feel like you're on par, and then we'll we'll get you in a storyline that'll last all of two, three weeks until I pay for you, and then we'll cut out and go again. Next and the final match of the night, we had AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. A good match when things looked like they were swinging in the favor of Mysterio, though. That is when the other two members of the OC would make their appearance, distracting him enough for AJ Styles to take over. After a Styles clash, uh, before Styles could go for the pin, Orton would appear, catching Styles' attention, but would back off, causing a distraction just long enough for Rey to pick up the win. This, this was the end of the night, and it actually ended before you could could see anything which was continuing it i don't know if they just weren't paying attention to the time or what was going on but still it was, it was a good send-off uh decent raw not not the greatest it's i don't know how to describe it it, it was it was good enough but not great um definitely my opinion nxt and Previous AEWs, like I said, I didn't get to see this week's, but previous AEWs have been doing better match-wise than than what Raw is currently putting out. So, Anyways, let's get into NXT. First match of the night was Angel Garza versus Leo Rush. This was an amazing match. Words cannot describe how awesome this was. Um, I'm gl- Part of me is is glad. I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm upset that it, I... Couldn't watch both shows, period. But I'm really glad that this isn't the one that messed up just because of what I got to see there. Uh, the final moments would see a frustrated Leo Rush go for a prone Angel Garza on the outside. Um, he would try to do like this this top rope a- attack going for the final hour. Uh, but Garza would get out of the way, getting his legs up, and then return Leo Rush to the ring, hitting the wing clipper. Um Rush would kick out, but then he would immediately put be put into um, basically the wing clipper hold, uh, and he would use that as like it was a reversed full Nelson, I think is what they called it on on air, um, which yeah, basically I can see why they would call it that. Um, I couldn't think of a better name for it, so yeah, that works. We'll call it the reverse full Nelson, uh, and submitted Leo Rush for the win. Um, this was an exciting match that, like I said, definitely the best match of the night. Um, well, maybe not best match of the night, but definitely an amazing match. Definitely. Like I was saying better than the, the matches that were put on raw uh, on Monday. So, um, we'd come back from commercial with Garza still in the ring, um, thanking the crowd and then proposing to his now fiance. Uh, it was, it was a good moment. Um, Rumor has it, though, that the backstage brass didn't know he was going to do that. I don't know if they're happy about it, angry about it, but it it was still a good moment. Um, out next, we had Cameron Grimes versus Raul Mendoza. This match was a quick 
match, but it was a great showing from Mendoza. Kushida would come out for a distraction, and then after Mendoza's win, he would take Grimes' hat, just walking away, kind of laughing, and Grimes would be left in the ring frustrated. Uh, next, we had Travis Banks from NXT UK taking on Jackson Riker. Uh, this was a great mix of fast and hard-hitting, uh, Banks bringing the speed and Ryder bringing the uh, bringing the artillery from the Forgotten Sons, and in a surprising turn of events, Banks would pull out the win, even with the rest of the Forgotten Sons out at ringside. I was I was not going to lie, I was very surprised that Riker pulled out that win. Uh, not Riker, I said that backwards, that uh, Banks pulled out that win. Um I figured NXT, they're going to keep just pu- pushing NXT, and then NXT UK would eventually have some some batch- matches they pull out as well. I just didn't expect it to be that quick. Um, next, we had Mia Yim versus Dakota Kai. Yim would dish out the majority of the beating, but Kai would win after removing the top turnbuckle and running Yim into it. After the match, though, Yim would continue the beatdown, even going so far as suplexing Kai through the table in the crowd. Uh, by hook or by crook, though, from Kai, a win is a win. And it was a decent match, but I don't know. I was just hoping more because I know both ladies are capable of delivering it. Again, it comes down to giving them more time. Um, now, one thing I will say is I don't feel like NXT tries to push too much. I, th- they've been kind of like easing on and off of it, but putting too many matches into the show and not giving enough time for the matches... Um, like there's definitely been times uh, since it's moved to NXT that or NXT to USA that I felt like it was they're putting too many matches and not giving enough time for those matches. Uh, this week I didn't feel like was one of them. Next we had Brizango versus the Singh brothers. Brizango keeping up their comedic act and the Singh brothers doing the same. Uh, it was an all right match. Um, that's about all that I can really say about it because it wasn't wasn't great. Um, and I know that these these two teams are are capable of doing great things. I just wish they would be given more freedom to do them. Um, but whatever, we'll see. Uh, they're they're still on the NXT brand where they have pl- a lot more freedom than what we're on SmackDown have, um, which is something I don't get since they're 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 pushing that their main roster. Um, which I wholeheartedly think they should be considered main roster, uh, as far as the fact that they uh, that the journeys that they've taken to get there, yeah, they're they're bigger indie names, but still that they work that indie scene. They are good talents. They don't need to be downgraded as uh, these guys are just training to see if they count as main roster. They definitely are a main roster. That's that's all there is to it. Um, but they'd be capable so much more um, if given that chance. Anyways, we had Caden Carter versus Bianca Belair. Uh, another decent match that saw Carter uh, would make another impressive showing, but falling short yet again, this time to Belair. Um, I do like that they are giving the the younger talent a well not really younger talent but the fresher talent chances to show off while still giving the people the the vetch the win like uh, it comes back down to it not needing to be a squash match um allowing the other talent to show off their skills at the same time still giving the win to the person that you want to give the win to um 
Anyways, next and finally, we had Tommaso Ciampa versus Keith Lee versus Finn Balor. The winner of this match would determine the number one contender and who would face Adam Cole this week for the NXT Championship. Um, I was slightly worried that with Keith Lee's involvement, it would slow down the pace, kind of hindering the match. Um, but you, they utilized him perfectly in, in this match, which I shouldn't have been surprised by. They, they've been doing really well with him, and he's he's been super impressive as of late. It just, I don't know, it was one of those worries. Um, it happens. I mean, like, we all have our, our own ways that we think the matches are going to go, and I'm glad that it didn't go that way. Uh, this match stayed great throughout. Uh, the match would end with a, Lee hitting the spirit bomb on Ciampa and then Balor catching Lee off guard, hitting the coup de gras for the win. So this week, this Wednesday, we will see Finn Balor versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. Um, yeah, it, it ought to be awesome. Um, I hope that they give it the time. I hope they 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 do great by it because I know that these guys can deliver. Anyways, let's get to SmackDown. Let's start the show off with Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. Um, it was an extremely dull promo until until the New Day came out to make the save. This this would lead to a match later in the night, and I was kind of surprised that it would be a dull promo until they came out because we all know that Dolph Ziggler can deliver promos. Um, Corbin, uh, I feel like he could get there. He just needs a lot more practice. But Dolph Ziggler can deliver, and so I was excited when they had him paired with him because I thought this might help him. But it's not—it's helping him, but it's still not great. It's—it's it's like I don't know. It's like it's not good. Is what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Alexa Bliss and Nixie, Nixie, Nikki Cross versus Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose was a rather quick match. Uh, Cross hitting her swinging neckbreaker for the win. Chad Gable and Mustafa Ali versus the Revival. Uh, another decent match, especially for the budding team of Gable and Ali. But the Revival would catch Ali with a shatter machine as Ali dove do from the top rope. Um, I feel like they they hired Teddy Long for this match or this show because we have a lot of tag team match action in this this show, like a lot of it, which is exciting because I'm glad that the tag teams are getting pushed and I hope that they stick with some tag team action. Um, I feel like it's something that's been lacking. Like they go with two teams uh every month that they go with and that's all you get to see. And uh, this one this. This was different. Anyways, let's get back to what was going on. We got Bailey versus Dana Brooke. Uh, another good match, albeit it was short. Dana Brooke looking impressive and still improving, which is a good thing. Um, before, when they were trying to push her, I just didn't feel like she had the skill set there. And now she's she's shown that she's put in a lot of work and she's getting there. Um, Bailey would pick up the win. Surprise, surprise, with what looks to be a new finisher. Uh Look, which it's nice. It looks a lot more believable than uh, the Bailey to belly, which was just a belly to belly suplex. Uh, don't get me wrong, for her her face character that was that was and her kid friendly character. That's a great great finisher. I thought because it, it brought out the hug and brought out that whole hugger thing that she was going for. But for her her new gimmick, she needed something different, and this one looks. Looks kind of vicious. It's not like overly so. It's not like the stomp, which not a lot of people are do that type of thing anyways, but it, it looks good. Um, next, we had Heavy Machinery versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn 
this was another impressive match for both teams. Heavy Machinery continuing to grow their popularity and and their fan base, and Nakamura and Cesaro and Zayn continuing to build their trio, uh, their heel trio. Um, uh, this would see Nakamura pick up the win with the Kinshasa. Um, all three of them celebrating again and again. Like I said, it's it's looking good for them. Um, I'm kind of disappointed they're not putting more towards the Intercontinental belt. It's kind of losing its its prestige. I feel like by just sitting on something that's not challenging. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited that it's on Nakamura. I love that it's on Nakamura. I feel like he deserves to be a champ, uh, but. I feel like they need to do more with that title and with him attached to it, not just let it be just something that he's carrying around every once in a while. He'll defend it. Um, or if you're going to go that route, um, play the heel gimmick of that route and be like, uh, you're not worthy. Do great example. Do like what they're doing with Bailey and just be like, no, you're not worthy of a title shot. I mean, like I'll fight you, but you're not getting a title shot. And then eventually it's just like, let them keep hooker by crook winning. And then, eventually get somebody that gets past that and drive something like that 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 would be awesome that'd be a great way to do it uh, especially since nakamura's character is a heel character but don't just leave it as uh you guys are gonna face cesaro and the intercontinental champion nakamura uh cool he's the intercontinental champion but he's not defending his belt he's not doing anything with it it's just it's it's a he's a flare do something with it do like i said do like what they're doing with bailey do something like that or just have him defend it. Do something. I don't care. Um, anyways, next we would have Kofi Kingston with Big E versus Baron Corbin with Dolph Ziggler and quote unquote security. Uh, this match would be a tease that would lead to a tag team match uh, between the four. I mean, I know you don't want to fully exhaust the competitors by putting on a great match before turning it into a tag match, but come on. It could have been better than what it was. It was just very, very lackluster in my opinion. And I, I know that these guys could have delivered, especially with Kingston. Kingston's an amazing performer. He can put on exciting matches. Uh, Corbin is definitely getting a lot better uh, in ring and getting, getting to the crowd with his in ring performance. Promo performance still, it's terrible. I don't think he should be allowed to talk. He needs somebody else. <laughs> but um. His his in ring performance is there, and they they should let him let that should have let them go a little bit before turning it into a tag match. Uh, it would end in the DQ and then go to a tag match. Um, the tag portion of the section was better, but still not great. However, business would really pick up after Corbin Ziggler got uh, DQ'd for introducing handcuffs and starting to handcuff Kofi. Uh, after dispatching Big E with a super kick, uh, they would restrain Kofi, similar to the way that they did Reigns last week. Um, but before things got out of hand this time, Reigns would go down and make the save, taking out all of Corbin's security, then taking care of the Revival, who had appeared to help make sure that they could restrain Kofi, then taking out Ziggler and dispatching of Corbin. It... The end of the match was definitely more entertaining than, not even the end of the match, the, the the stuff after the match was more entertaining than what happened during the match. And that's, I can see a point to keep stuff like this happening, entertaining after the match, but you still need an entertaining match. Otherwise, you're going to have people that want to change the channel before that even happens. I don't because 
even even as much as I talk badly about some of these things, these are just my opinions on what they can do to fix it. Um, I don't. I have no doubts that nobody in WWE brass is going to hear hear this and go, "Oh, we should do what this guy's saying." That's not going to happen. I, it just gives me a chance to kind of voice my my concerns and what I would do to change it. Uh, matter of fact, I don't. Uh, from what I look at for for my audience, I have one person who listens to this. Thank you to that one person, by the way. I don't know who you are, but I appreciate you. Um, if I get more, that's awesome too. Uh, this is a this. Yes, I enjoy doing this. Um, so, and I enjoy watching wrestling. That's why I continue to to talk about it. I don't talk bad about it to talk bad about it. I talk bad about it and try to give my opinion about why, what could make it better. But I still enjoy the product that's being given. I mean, like I've watched wrestling, I don't know, for what feels like forever now. I can't even can't even remember how long it's been. Uh, it feels like I've done it my whole life. So. I do enjoy the product that's out there. I just, I want more. I want them to get better, and I think they can do better. Um, not saying that the the talent isn't talented, because they are. I think it has something to do with the upper, upper echelon, the people who are making the shots. But anyways, uh, like I said, I won't be doing AEW this week. Unfortunately, I my, my DVR only recorded the one. Well, it recorded... AEW, but all I got was just this black screen the entire time. I didn't get to hear anything. Um, it happens sometimes on my DVR, not often, but every once in a while, like it, I don't know, it just gets confused or something. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. This has been a last man standing, a wrestling podcast. I've been your host, Kenny, and I will catch you on the flip side.